Good morning, Pat Ziemer here with MagnaWave on the uh, MagnaWave office hours. We come to you uh, every Tuesday morning to answer your questions, to discuss uh, the health, health aspects of PEMF therapy and MagnaWave. So we're uh, glad to be here with you this morning. We are on YouTube, Facebook, and the CastBox uh, app or the CastBox Live. So if you uh, prefer to use CastBox or want to listen as you drive like you're listening to the radio, please uh, tune in. To or follow the link uh, to CastBox. I don't know if we have that link uh, at this point. Do we, Tony, still have that link? Uh, I'm not sure. Not sure if we have so. it. That's okay. We'll worry about that later. We're trying to uh, fine-tune how we are, uh, in fact, uh, doing this, uh, these different broadcasts uh, so people can listen to us in any way they feel that they might like to. So there you have it. If you have a question you'd like to ask, just simply put it in the uh, uh, Facebook uh, chat box and it'll come up to me and I'll be able to answer it for you. If you'd like to talk with me, you can send a text to 502-599-9722, I believe is the correct number, and I will be able to uh, give you a call back and we can have a discussion at that point in time. 502-599-9722 if you'd like to send me a text and I'll give you a call back. Or, um, good morning Hazel, Hazel's on CastBox, so we're going in several different, uh, oh no, Hazel uh, watching us on Facebook. I'm sorry. So uh, let's see here. I do have a couple of questions that uh, were discussed. If you'd like to uh, talk about something again, put your question in. I do have a Julian here with me this morning. If you want to talk about the Julian or I'll go over it here in just a second. That's the uh, newest machine we've added to the uh, MagnaWave line, which we're uh, excited about introducing the Julian. Uh, Tim's with us this morning. Good morning, Tim. Had a question where someone was talking about treating a horse or even a person uh, with fluid on the lungs. Well, certainly what you want to be able to do there is to just over uh, continue to improve the oxygenation of the body so the cellular network of the body can better do its job uh, by that. If you improve, for example, the chest area, how the lungs operate, how they can breathe and, and um, uh, function properly by using PEMF to stimulate that area, you can certainly potentially have an effect on the fluid in the lungs to help it uh, be moved away. Certainly, uh, if you're treating a horse or a person, you always want to consult with the veterinarian or the doctor who is taking care of that particular uh, situation so you're operating within the guidelines of what they want. Basically, what we're doing by, doing, uh, by performing such a treatment is providing more energy to the body so it's in a more healthy uh, or moving towards a more healthy position to, in fact, be able to uh, uh, work on itself and and uh, uh, heal itself in a, in a better manner. So certainly to treat a uh, person in that type of situation uh, could be beneficial to their overall, um, overall health of the body. Let's see if anyone's asked a question here. On, let's take a look at uh, CastBox. Um, so here we go, let's see. You sound like a good AM radio station. <laughs> okay, uh, someone on CastBox talking about a good AM radio station. Spent some time on AM radio stations in a previous life. Uh, not a previous life, but a previous time of my life doing some, uh, doing some of this very uh, thing. A, a talk show in a local community where we talked about day-to-day -day news and politics and all that kind of stuff. That's not what we're doing here today. Another question that comes to us, I got a 22-year-old with uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Um, which is a inflammation of the brain uh, caused from uh, concussions. Um, used to be a happy kid, doesn't smile anymore. Uh, what would you do to treat? Well, certainly you want to treat the, I would simply maybe use a coil over the head to treat the lungs and the head area to give, again, good oxygenation, blood flow uh, that can maybe help the inflammation that's troubling this person to help them uh, be able to uh, get some of that inflammation taken care of to maybe get them on the uh, direction of, of better healing that you may want. And uh, so, again, and that's the, the type of thing. Anytime you're dealing with the brain, uh, and interestingly enough, I'm writing a chapter in a book uh, based on brain health. And we're doing, uh, we're working with a doctor in California, Dr. Lyons, uh, who's going to do a study specifically specifically on concussions and how he believes that, that our type of high voltage uh, MagnaWave PEMF therapy can be beneficial to the brain and the healing process uh, dealing with 
with uh, concussions and that, that type of injury. So that'll be something that's really going to start very soon within the next uh, few weeks. Dr. Lyons will be uh, implementing this with a study that we've been working with him on and uh, to see various and, and to record how PEMF magna, magna wave high and he's doing high intensity or high voltage uh, PEMF type of signal to uh, hopefully help with those types of situations because he's seen a lot of promising results utilizing the PEMF. So he's going to just do it in a fashion that he records documents and keeps up with everything uh, that he's doing through the period of this uh, study that he's going to uh, uh, pursue uh, for himself and but utilizing our equipment. So we're excited about that and certainly to, uh, to treat the brain. A lot of times they talk now about depression being a result of inflammation in the brain and uh, that, that can lead to some depressive states and certainly inflammation from concussions and, and uh, Alzheimer's. They talk about Alzheimer's having a result of uh, being result or impacted by inflammation uh, in the brain. I've been experimenting uh, with myself, uh, treating my head, uh, dealing with, uh, not that I'm forgetting anything or anything like that, but I just want to test and see how uh, cognition is maintained and improved on myself as I advance a little bit in age here. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> as, we, as we do that, we all have to face that. But uh, interestingly enough, when you, when you talk about this with concussions, let me go back here and check and just make sure there's nothing else. Um, okay. A lot of people listening on different, uh, oh, there we go, on uh, different formats, the CastBox, Facebook, and YouTube. But uh, so what I did, and, and you know, we all talk about this as we age. We say, you know, I want, what's this person's name? Or what? I was going to go over here and you think, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Well, you know, you, you, as you age, you notice that and you think about it. You think, gee, uh, I don't want that to go. Am I having a problem? Is it going to develop into a problem? Well, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia and all that are, are big issues that, that people have to deal with. Well, what I started doing, and I, and I would notice that, that uh, what, again, what's this person's name or what is that uh, on the window there? Is it a frog? Is it a mosquito? Is it a fly? I mean, you know what it is. And I'm saying frog because I was with somebody a couple weeks ago and we were at their house and there was a frog on the window, kind of a little baby frog kind of moving up the window. And I'm looking, look at that, and I'm trying to say frog. <laughs> I just, it just didn't hit to, to uh, that it was a frog. And everybody said, well, what is it? Well, it's a, you know, one of those kind of things. So at that point, I began to say, all right, I'm going to treat myself and uh, regularly uh, on a nightly basis and on a daily basis to uh, treat my head and brain and just see if I notice any change or improvement. And interestingly enough, and this is not a situation I'm not trying to be, uh, to talk about anything, but interestingly enough, this was a thing that I noticed regularly, that uh, what am I trying to say? What's, what's this thing that I can't remember? And since I've been treating my head regularly, head, and I do it the same way, I'll put it directly on my head or I'll put it on my, uh, on my shoulders and go this way, or I also have a B2 that I have at home that I often sleep with to help me sleep, and I put the mat under my pillow. So I'm treating my shoulders and my head under my pillow as I sleep. When I do that regularly, I have not noticed as much a situation of maybe forgetting what something is or can't remember what I'm what I'm trying to talk about. So all I'm going for here is can improve blood flow and oxygenation to the brain and upper body through your lungs uh, be beneficial to anything that could happen to to help you stay younger, if you will. That's one of the things that Dr. Lyons is going to look at in his study is he will be able to do a test, and I can't remember the name of it, he sent me a note about it the other day, uh, that, that determines your brain age, the health of your brain, the age that your brain is as far as the aging process, how it begins to deteriorate in various areas potentially or not work as well in various areas, and that's one of the things that he wants to accomplish with his study that he's going to do on concussion. And, and brain injuries and things like that is to reestablish the brain's age and see if he can improve the brain's age as he as he does his uh, his tests and his studies with regard to brain health uh, 
and using mag high intensity, high voltage MagnaWave in this study. If you have any questions, uh, give me a call. I'd be happy to, uh, if you want to chime in on uh, CastBox, we can try that. I'm a little concerned how we're going to do the audio on CastBox because we got a little bit of feedback last week, so we'll see how that may work. But if you have a question, you want to send me a text, I'd be happy to uh, give you a ring and we can uh, answer your questions, whatever they may be, or put post it in chat and uh, the chat box. Let's see if we got something. Oh, let's see here. Good morning. Um, trying six frequency healing. What machines are you using on your head? Good, uh, good conversation. Question, John. Uh, I am using uh, a Pulse Pro on my head. I'm using the B2, which is the lowest power machine that we have. And I have used the uh, Simi machine. Uh, on my shoulders and head also. So actually any machine that we have, because they're all doing the same thing, they're all producing a ringer type of signal. Now I'm not trying to set us, I am trying, you know, the Magnaway family, certainly I'm going to discuss our machines and what we do, but uh, I have noticed that those are the devices that I use and I've used uh, all three of them, the B2, the, the Pulse Pro, certainly you could use the, in fact, I have a Max uh, in the MagnaWave Express. Uh, no, I take that back. It's a Maya. I have a Maya in the uh, MagnaWave Express that uh, we use on a regular basis. And I was on the Express over the weekend and uh, used the Maya machine. So I use the Maya, the Semi, the Pulse Pro, and the B2 are the devices that I've used in treating my shoulders and head. Great question, John. Um, <clears throat> let's see. What attachments did you, oh, okay, missed that part. Catherine asked the question, what attachments do I use? Um, again, I use the butterfly. I'll take the butterfly and place it on my head or at the back of my skull like this. And on occasion, I've opened it to where I have one part of the butterfly on either side. I'll use the large loop by placing it on my shoulders and I'm going this way with the signal uh, from the large loop like that. When I'm using the B2, I'm using the mat that you could use on your back or whatever, but I place it under my pillow and so I rest my head uh, on the pillow. It's kind of a little, um, my sleeping routine when I'm using the B2 is, is kind of a uh, interesting thing, but I wake up occasionally through the night. So I will use the B2. I'll treat my head and shoulders for a period of time because it'll run for eight hours on the setting that I use. And then I'll use it and I'll, I'll basically rest. Uh, I'll treat my prostate area or my low back and, and uh, prostate area. So I'll do that for a period of time and then I'll move it down and I uh, rest my feet on the pad because I've had some aging. God, what am I doing talking about all this? old stuff but <laughs> but anyway so I'll rest my feet on the mat and, and uh, it has helped my uh, uh, age-related neuropathy tremendously I don't just I, it it was a time last year what was driving me absolutely crazy and, and to my, what I would describe today is totally under control it doesn't bother me I don't think about it uh, it, it, it just not has not been a problem and I treat my feet and my lower legs regularly uh, certainly I've told you about my prostate scare two three years ago so I treat my my um, <clears throat> my urinary tract and my body my prostate area of my body regularly and now I'm doing uh, my head so I'm moving these pads <laughs> through the night it, it's it's uh, it's interesting let's just put it that way but uh, as long as everything's working the way I want it to and I, I feel okay it's something that I can uh, do and talk about and how I use it so those are the attachments John that I use uh, when I'm treating uh, myself currently um, let's see uh, fibromyalgia does that very fibromyalgia does that very frustrating fibromyalgia is a tough one because it has a tendency to move around the body today it's here tomorrow it's over there and so you got you know we're just working and all we're doing is supplying energy to the body so the body can be in a better position to do what it needs needs to do and so uh, chasing what which quite often happens with fibromyalgia and it's a again it's a very chronic uh, type of situation so you know to talk about how we can the impact this type of therapy can have on it long term would be very interesting uh, thing to see but sometimes it takes time to get the results that you're looking for or the comfort that you're looking for kind of like Parkinson's we had some folks uh, who suffer from Parkinson's speaking at MagnaCon and, and uh, there's whole issues there as to how something like this by with providing additional energy to the body can help relieve some of the symptoms symptoms and things and people uh, that struck work with or, or suffer from with Parkinson's and other types of uh, uh, situations. So let's see. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, uh, 
uh, Sean's with us. Good morning, Idle Hour. Uh, Maureen, good morning. Lisa, good morning. Let's see. Treating feet is, amaz is amazing for any reason, Maureen. Thank you. Um, and, and that is the truth. I mean, you know, we started treating feet to really started thinking about feet was we were I treated a woman years ago she had a headache and uh, so I treated the back of her head with the uh, butterfly loop and it kind of helped relieve her headache and she was telling me well I hurt my twisted my ankle this was a horse person and she had twisted her ankle she wanted me to treat her feet and so I treated her head for her headache and she was feeling a little better then I went and I placed the loop on the ground and I put her feet in the loop on the ground and within just a few minutes not only did her foot feel better but her headache was just she almost like she said my goodness since you've done this you've treated both this has greatly helped my headache so we began at that point uh, treating feet at the same time we would treat the head now you can if you talk to a reflexologist they'll certainly talk about the feet and stimulating various areas of the foot and so forth and the magna wave the high voltage uh, PEMF energy delivered into the body will help stimulate the uh, uh, the reflexology points that that are beneficial to wherever it is in the body so we use the feet in conjunction and that's the point that marine makes is uh, it's always helpful and beneficial to uh, treat the feet because of the basis or the whole thought of reflexology you might want to do some google search and uh, check out reflexology and see what you may be thinking okay when will you be launching the aesthetic face uh, oh aesthetic face attachment I'm working at a plastic plastic surgery practice in Northeast Ohio uh, we are in fact um, working on the design of that at this point basically what it's going to be is a flexible mat that we will have a uh, a, a loop in into the map um, in an Archimedes type of coil that will be able to be placed on the face and flexed so you could you'll be able to put it mold it basically to your face if someone would want to do that they could hold it close or they could rest it right on their face very comfortably now so we're kind of thinking about that to be able to have the coil to cover the entire face you could certainly do the same thing by utilizing the large loop that you would hold to the face or the butterfly right at or the paddle whatever the paddles a little more rigid so we're looking at something that could be more flexible and we're, and we're taking this down to where it can multiple purpose to where someone could have it for their hands and kind of wrap it wrap it around their hand like this so it's going to be a flexible pad or mat that's probably uh, let's say 8 by 12 or something like that that will be easily flexible we're working on that great question and uh, and we'll let you know as that uh, comes available um, Let's see, one more here. After treating a deep tissue foot injury on a horse with the box and zoom coil plus full body, body I seem to get sensitivity of the feet the next day, but the really good results after 48 hours. Uh, what causes this and is it normal? Well, it kind of depends. If you're treating the feet and you just want to have good circulation to the foot, you want to watch how you adjust the intensity. If the foot if it's not an abscess or something like that but you are dealing with the foot injury putting in energy there is important if you put I don't want to say if you put too much but if you put a lot of injury in energy into the area it is possible like a deep tissue massage if you've ever had a deep tissue massage you get a good massage and the next day you're a little sore from the massage but the following day you feel much better well we're able to do that without the without the sensitivity that comes the, the second day so you'd have the same thing in the foot of a person or the foot of a horse uh, so you want to just I would what I would do in that case is just treat on a very what I would call moderate setting if you're looking just to help heal the tissue we go up higher if we're trying to move an abscess or something out of the hoof or have it to blow so that those are the things to keep in mind if you're getting sensitivity the second day I would lower the intensity that you're that you are supplying the therapy uh, with uh, initially and see how that impacts it as well so what I would think is you'd be able to second day you would you would not have the sensitivity 
activity and then the, the really good results the next day. That goes back, you know, I've told this story uh, about one of my very first customers and she wanted to use this. She treated her horse and then she went to the ring. I mean, she treated her horse at two o'clock, went to the ring at three o'clock and the horse didn't much care about going to the ring. So, but the next day the horse jumped like a champion. So that's when we started to learn that there's a proper time and the best time to do some of these treatments to get the results you want in competition or the same thing in the healing process. So just, uh, and if you have a question about that, simply post it, uh, call the office and we'll certainly help you uh, with those types uh, of questions as they come up. Let's see, um, do you do the feet on the highest setting? Um, okay, two things. Um, do you do the feet on the highest setting? If I'm treating my feet and there's no issue or nothing going on, I turn it up pretty good. I turn it up as, as high as it may allow me to do that. Is that necessary, as I was just discussing, uh, with a foot injury? Uh, no. Um, but you can turn it up to a higher setting to get good flow and good oxygenation and get almost a massaging effect uh, on your feet at that time. So whatever's comfortable to you, but is it necessary to treat it on the highest setting? No. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. I have a major foot torsal relief. I have had major foot torsal relief from treatments. Perfect. We always like to uh, hear that. Um, can I treat a kid with cochlear implants? It's a good question. Um, if they are not, I don't believe, need to look that up and, and I'll do that and try to get you an answer that, that you're looking for. I don't believe there's any battery or anything like that with the implant. If something is implanted, certainly you would want to talk, uh, have your, your person that you're talking about treating uh, to find out what their doctor would say about treating the area. Now, if you're not treating the area itself, if you're treating the shoulders or the low back or something like that, you, you or the neck, it should not be any kind of issue. The doctor may say don't treat the ear, but you'd want to talk with the doctor and see what's going on to see what specifically you're trying to treat. And maybe that's something that you can share with us, Christy, is what area are you, uh, are, are you treating? Uh, I have a question here. Traveling, traveling to Italy and Scotland with the Simi, since the adapter not recommended, let's see, sine wave adapter not recommended to use with hair dryer, is that okay for the Simi? Okay, when you're traveling to other countries with the SIMI, the SIMI and the Maya machines are what we call smart devices. You plug them into the wall, they will recognize the power that's coming from the wall and operate and switch their mechanism to operate um, appropriately or accordingly. So any type of adapter, um, you don't need a transformer or anything like that. You just need an adapter that will plug into the wall that will accept your standard plug from the SIMI or Maya device. So that would be something that would accept a three-prong US type of plug into the adapter that plugs into the wall uh, for your travels and everything should be fine. The, the Simi and Maya have a um, uh, basically a surge protector uh, built into the device, so it just helps recognize the power that's coming to it. But that's uh, exactly what I would do uh, in my travels uh, with that machine. Uh, let's. I got a question from Lisa, but let's take a quick look over here and see if there's anything going on. Uh, any questions? No, no questions there. In uh, cast box, let's see. Um, I find that I use the large loop less than the other accessories. What are best? What are the best uses for the 24-inch large loop? Well, there's a couple ways, and Lisa, I don't know if you're uh, treating animals or people, but with that large 24-inch loop, something you can do is you can put it over the shoulders. You put kind of like a jacket. You'd put one arm through each loop and you'd put it on like this and so you're going to treat the whole shoulder area if you're doing a person plus the chest area you can take it if someone is laying down and and lay it on their back to put it down their back and then lay it on their chest so you're treating all the way through the body in both directions you can do the same thing uh, on the hips you can place it if you're doing the hips and low back uh, you can play you can rest your buttocks in the loop itself and put the other one over the top uh, that would be very beneficial for circulation issues, potentially for incontinence issues, uh, so, on, so on and so forth. So that would be a few ways to use it um, <clears throat> in, in what you're doing. So when you're talking about the 24-inch large loop. If you're talking about 
the 12 inch or whatever size it, it is uh, large loop um, it, you people find and they use the app the attachments that they're comfortable with we've had people come in and go through training and take the go home and use the the uh, zoom paddle that's all they use or they use it the most when I was treating I was using the butterfly uh, more than anything when I do uh, standard treatments but then I would use the large loop again the large loop every time if you close it so if you wrapped it around your arm and closed it on both sides so there'd be a little loop here and a little loop here it's not a butterfly but the signals going up and down so you could wrap it on your arm and move up and down your arm uh, many different ways to uh, use the various attachments to achieve the uh, results and uh, what you're looking for to uh, have better uh, energy and oxygenation uh, delivered uh, in, in the body, delivered to the body. All right, let's see here. Um, is it safe to treat with stents in the heart? Amanda asked the question. Um, my wife has two stents in her heart, treats her, treats her head, neck, and shoulders, and chest uh, regularly. Uh, we discussed this with her doctor, and there's nothing electric, there's nothing going on with the stents. You're not going to move them, you're not going to do anything like that. Uh, so uh, typically, you would check with your physician and make sure that everything is cool from their perspective, uh, but there's nothing to interfere uh, treating with a stent uh, in the heart. Uh, as I said, my wife uh, does it. My wife has a, a she has a wire mesh hole repair in her heart, two stents, uh, and she's doing great, and she looks great, and the whole nine yards, but she has that going on, and it's never been uh, an issue with her treating herself, shoulders and, and around that part of her body. But again, always check. I was working on a client's horse yesterday, and it was the first time that I noticed the horse's nose draining. He's not snot dripping. He had, he had snot dripping. Is this normal? He was enjoying the treatment, uh, licking and yawning, thanks. Well, it, that's just part of the release. By your treating the animal, you could be helping with the improved oxygenation and blood flow, clearing sinuses, help things going on uh, in, the, in the horse's head. The horse is so relaxed that he's allowing the release of, of various fluids and so forth. So that, that is, I've experienced all of that. The licking, the drooling, the, the uh, snot type of situation. It's all basically a um, relaxation type of situation. And again, if you're treating the neck, head, area you could be help clear up some congestion and that can be uh, released uh, at the same time so it, it it's not abnormal it's not a problem uh, there's nothing going on uh, from that type of uh, situation if you had a horse now you, you always you know licking and, and drooling and, and again the release uh, nostril release I, I've seen over the years and never been an issue if you're concerned ask the veterinarian uh, what they what they think and and uh, from that perspective and, and certainly always uh, go with their thoughts and, and what they're thinking. Let's do a quick look over here. Um, okay, all right, nope, everything's good there. Uh, okay, let's see, another question. Uh, my horse has major arthritis. If I keep treating, can I skip injections? And if I do it consistently, will it be as good as getting stem cell injections? Well, Dawn, that's a huge, that's a huge question. We have found over the years that if you treat regularly, you can reduce the need for injections. Uh, uh, in some cases, horses didn't need to have injections. Can it in, enhance the length that the injections will hold? Uh, most certainly. Typically, you'll give an injection, it'll help relieve the inflammation, and then it begins to build back up. If you're treating through that process, you can keep the inflammation from building during that whole type of uh, process and time. So. Um, the more you treat, in, in, uh, in many instances, if you have an arthritic situation or you have things like that, the longer, the, the, the more you treat, the longer the results last. So a short answer to your question is, can you skip injections? Well, that's really, your veterinarian's gonna tell you that or you're gonna talk about the competitive nature of your horse or what you're doing with the horse or the animal, whether or not the injections will be needed. But you can certainly potentially reduce the need uh, for as many injections if you're in a competitive type of situation. Um, will, will it be as good as getting stem cell injections? 
Um, again, that is a veterinary type of question. S studies have shown that the use of this can aid in the stem cell production in the body and for healing purposes and, and being healthy and that whole thing. So it can aid in the, in the development of stem cells in the body. PEMF will help with that type situation. Now, of course, today there are now, there's various uh, procedures that they use to get stem cells to a particular area of injury and what's going on there. Again, that's based on how chronic something is, what the acute situation may be, what, the, what, what caused the injury or the situation and, and how, how you deal with that. But if you maintain, you help the body maintain a good, healthy type situation, could you potentially avoid needing to go down the route of stem cells? Perhaps. Uh, again, you're just allowing the body to be in a situation to better work with its own healing processes and, and move that along. I know there are people, uh, we did it with, with a dog that had very severe hip dysplasia and was going to need a surgery. And we found that we treated this dog regularly. We did not ever need, it was a boxer that are notorious for this type of problem, did not, did not ever need the surgery. We would treat and we treat the dog treated the we treated the dog regularly but he would get or she would get to the point that she was fine and so she'd play and run but if she ran too hard she'd come back gimping we'd have to treat her uh, that type of thing but we did not need the surgery so there are times when people can work with with issues in their body su supplement energy to the body help the body be healthier and maybe can uh, keep things at bay from needing to have surgeries or have injections or whatever it may be uh, everything works very well in concert, so that's the best way to, to take a look at it. I can't say for a fact because we aren't veterinarians and that's not what we do, but you can work closely with your vet to see how this can prohibit or prevent something from potentially being needed. Um, let's see, my horse has major, oh we, we did that. Um, it's a kid that was born with a type of cerebral palsy, I believe. This is Christy was asking a question. He was told they would never even roll over when he was six months old. Now is maybe nine years old, walking and running on her own, just trying to help the family out. The girl has come, the girl has come so far already. I live in Africa, so medical treatment is not as high here as it is, uh, as it is back home. We have had uh, people with cerebral palsy uh, that we have treated and seen very good results in their mobility and uh, how they feel and, and how their day-to-day -day living can go. Again, it's always best to talk with the doctor, but what, what are we doing? And we think about this in the scope of how this particular therapy aids the body. And I apologize for sounding redundant, but if we're helping the blood oxygenation and we're helping the blood flow, whatever's out of balance in the body leading to some of these problems, it, this can potentially aid those situations to not be as troublesome. And so we've, we've experienced that. Certainly we had speakers at MagnaCon talking about this delivery of therapy uh, or the energy supplementation to the body helps with some of the um, effects and some of the um, issues that they have with Parkinson's and uh, cerebral palsy and various other types of situations. Is it certainly worth trying? For sure. Uh, be something that, that uh, would be potentially very beneficial to what you're uh, doing. Okay, uh, is there any medical papers on treating humans with organ implants that I can let my client read? Uh, I don't know that I'm not aware of any specific studies or research that's been done on people who have had uh, organ transplants. And again, that is specifically a doctor-related uh, type of issue. Uh, is good blood oxygenation important and good blood flow important to people who have had those types of things? I would think it might be uh, very important, but you want to, uh, again, always uh, uh, talk with the doctor before you do any type of, of uh, relaxation therapy, supp energy supplementation, whatever you may be 
uh, applying. I would think it would be how the, of course, you know, rejection is always an issue when you're dealing with with uh, implants and organ transplants and that type of thing. And, and there's, there's no reason to sit back and think that what we're delivering, the magnetic fields that we're delivering, very similar to what the earth produces and the energy that we're, we're supplying to the body, uh, would be detrimental to someone in that type situation. But you certainly always want to make sure that you're clearing anything you're talking about or anything that you're doing. But to specifically answer your question, I've not seen a study to that uh, degree. I'll do some research. You can go to the uh, uh, AOPP, the PMFprofessionals.com website and search uh, organ transplants and PEMF. And if there have been any studies uh, completed or any uh, observations in that area, you will be able to find that. That's PMFprofessionals.com. It's the Association of PMF Professionals uh, group or uh, uh, organization, if you will. And there's a research spot on there where you can search specifically for uh, of the thousands of studies that have been done around the world. Let me check and see if there's anything on the, uh, nope, no messages there for phone calls. Let me check over here to make sure that we're covering all the bases with who's uh, with us uh, to see if there's any specific questions. Thanks for the folks on uh, CastBox who are listening. We appreciate that. Uh, the CastBox is a new uh, form for us to uh, put the uh, program out there for people to, to learn more and get more information on MagnaWave PEMF and uh, the therapy in general. Uh, see, no other questions uh, here in the um, in the uh, area that from Facebook and um, uh, YouTube. We appreciate any questions that you have at that point. Let's see if I've got anything else here. Um, Let's see, anyone have thoughts on spinous process fracture, uh, T4, L1 in a human? I have the max. Well, Elise, basically treat the area. Uh, use a mat, use the large loop on the area uh, to help comfort the area, to help keep inflammation at bay in the area. And if, it, if it's a fracture that needs to heal, the, the therapy with the improved blood oxygenation and blood flow and, and molecular movement will certainly uh, give the body a better chance to heal itself uh, with that type of uh, situation that you're dealing with. So appreciate the uh, question, good question. Uh, how long do I wait after my six how long should I wait after my six-month-old puppy got spayed to MagnaWave? Well, once the procedure is complete, there's no fear of bleeding or anything like that. If you're treating, um, I don't know what you're treating for with a six-month-old puppy. Uh, if it's got uh, issues, uh, arthritic type, that's really. But if it's having issues, then yeah, once everything's in control and no bleeding and so forth, you should be free uh, to begin treatments uh, for whatever the reason may be. Uh, Misty asked that uh, asked that type of question. So let's see, any medical papers? Uh, no other questions there. Uh, we've been here about 42 minutes. If you have a question, please uh, post it. I'd be happy to address it. Uh, if you'd like to call, like to send me a text and have me call you, it's 502-599-9722. 502-599-9722, and I will give you a ring back, and we can have a conversation. If you're on CastBox and you want to... Uh, chat with me, simply uh, tap the phone and I should get a notification and can at that point uh, bring you into the conversation and hopefully we won't have any problems with the, uh, with the um, potential feedback uh, at that point in time uh, with the CastBox. But the CastBox is something we're experimenting with. We're going to do other programs at other times in the CastBox uh, area dealing with general health and wellness and PEMF and, and the whole nine yards there. So that's a, just a different area that we want to try to reach out and, uh, and, and do uh, as we have these uh, programs. Uh, no other questions in YouTube and Facebook. Um, if you have a question, simply put it in there and I would be more than happy to answer it. Um, if not, then we will come back next week and, and do this again. Let me take a look here and see if there's anything else. Um, questions on the app. Uh, let's see. Rock Springs. 
uh, canker from all four surgery. I will be treating a horse that has surgery to remove a canker from all four of his hooves. I have read a past post about canker, but did not see anything about treating after removal surgery. I have a semi. Any advice? Greatly appreciated. Thank you. Uh, certainly, uh, once the surgery is complete, no, ble no bleeding uh, being an issue, treat because you're going to help re reduce inflammation and help the uh, animal to be more comfortable, uh, which is always important uh, after hoof or foot type of situations. You want to keep them comfortable and uh, move the process along in a, in a healthy fashion uh, for comfort. Uh, comfort. Okay, uh, here's a question. What is the difference in Gauss strength between the new Julian and the sole? The sole, I would say, for conversational purposes, is half of the strength of the Julian or the, the uh, Pulse Pro, uh, and and it's uh, it's a higher. Uh, the Julian uh, and the Pulse Pro are closer to the max in terms of the energy delivery and the Gauss strength, and the sole is much like the Semi. The Semi uh, comes out about half of what you get from the Maya. And uh, it's the same on the semi three or the semi five is where they are power wise, and the sole is right there in that in that same area. We're getting ready to do uh, official testing of the uh, sole. Uh, actually, all of our devices uh, for an update of the various Gauss levels that are delivered with the devices. But that's the the. Uh, best definition at this point, a best description as to the difference between the Sole and the uh, Julian or the Pulse Pro. Great question. Thanks for asking, Gary. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. Just simply put it in there and uh, we will be more than happy to answer it. Um, send for like. I don't um, don't know what that is. Someone asked the question on CastBox. But let's see. Let's come back over here. Any other questions? Be happy to answer them. Um, been there about 45 minutes so if you have a question please put it up and I'd be happy to answer it give you just a second here and let me check the phones if anybody wants to uh, have a visit in that fashion nope uh, love it if you call in I'll give you some MagnaWave gear but that's okay we're not trying to and uh, uh, you know force anyone to call or do anything like that um, with that said, um, let's let's pull out here uh, real quick, and I'll do a, so they can see the um, Julian. Um, what's unique about the Julian for us? Thank you, Tony. Um, the Julian is an all-terrain type of machine, meaning that it's got larger wheels uh, for going over various terrain. Uh, it has the timer that can go up to 90 minutes for a, a treatment period. Uh, has certainly con totally controlled uh, intensity from very low to a higher intensity, certainly on and off buttons. The, the two buttons you can see, the on and off here, um, and then the control and then the timer on the bottom. It only weighs about 30 pounds, so it's a very light uh, device. It will fit in many airplane uh, cargo, not cargo, but the overhead bin. Now some newer, the, some of the smaller aircraft, uh, that's not uh, an issue. That it, it is an issue, but in, at that point you just check it at the gate. But this is the the new Julian. Um, we're, we're very happy with it. It's a durable machine. It is rollable. I really, one thing I really like is how this leg, this stand on the front, actually becomes a handle. Let me knock my water over, but it becomes a handle that you can get a hold of to make it very easy uh, to move around and transport. So that's the, the new Julian. If you have questions, uh, give us a call at the office or go to the website, and it's on there, and you can uh, get out, fill out some information and talk with a product specialist uh, on the Julian and how may it be beneficial to uh, your needs. Uh, Christy, thanks for the comment. Looks great. Um, so there you have the uh, new Julian machine. We're very excited about that. Uh, add that to our product line. Uh, any other questions, please uh, put them up there, let me know, and we'd be more than happy to answer them. Okay, so it's about 10 minutes to the hour, and we've been here for about 50 minutes. Looks like the questions have kind of uh, slowed down, and uh, been. is there, oh, 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 I wish the Max had a 90-minute timer. I know, uh, it's a great question. Um, how, oh, question, how does the Julian compare to the Max? Um, the, the primary difference, they're very similar in their output strength, but the difference is that the Julian's highest uh, repetition of rate is about two 
uh, clicks per second, whereas the Max will get down to one click per second, which makes it a little more intense. I would say that there's probably a difference between the Julian and the Max of 10% uh, potentially in terms of uh, what's delivered, 10 to 15% of what's delivered into the system. Ideally, that would make no difference at all when you get up to the higher end of what you need the energy for uh, on the treatments that you're delivering. Um, and that's the basic thing. They're both um, very durable units. Uh, the Max weighs more. The Max weighs about twice uh, what the Julian weighs. Uh, the engineers that designed the Julian worked very hard for an, a few years to work with components that they could put this together a in a lighter fashion uh, so it does not uh, to weigh as much. Um, the, we found, we've had very good durable testing uh, with the Julian and uh, the PMF Solutions people who manufacture it have been testing for that. The Max, as we know, is flat built like a tank and uh, it takes all types of abuse and, and so forth and that's one of the one of the strong points of the Max is its, its, its stability in that regard. Uh, we certainly think that the uh, Julian is right there um, but that's you know could that be a, a potential difference not that we've recognized uh, at this point uh, in the rollout of the device and as it's uh, accepted and, and utilized. So that's uh, that's the comparison at this point between um, Julie, Gary, Julian seems like a dream. I've used the Max and the Pulse Centers XL Pro. In my mind, the Spark Chamber seems to work much more effectively than the computer chip Sparks. Well, you know, uh, great question, Gary. A lot of people prefer a Spark Chamber, signer, spark chamber signal over the uh, digital signal. Uh, the difference is the digital signal is a little softer in, in most cases, and a lot of people like that. The, the signal that they're delivering is very similar. Uh, it's just a matter of what people like, and, and you may find that you, you see a better, more enhanced result using a spark chamber. Certainly the spark chamber has been the technology that's been around since the beginning when Nikolai Tesla first started doing this type of work and these types of devices. It's always been uh, a spark chamber type of thing. Now I'm sure that as they develop the digital devices, how the signal is produced, how it is delivered, how it is controlled. A lot of that is uh, more precise in the uh, digital devices and they're certainly going to find ways of improving that uh, along the way or not that it needs to be just helping that along and finding out what they can do differently. Um, Jason Bill, I'll be with, with Becky, will there be an adjustable timer for the Max? Well, the, the Max has a timer at this point from one to ten minutes. Um, we've had some requests to change that. The factory will do that. Uh, if someone wanted a machine, they were going to buy it new and have it shipped from the factory, it'd be conceivable to have the timer adjusted at factory before it leaves. I'm probably going to be in tr trouble for saying that because then that's questions everybody's going to be asking. Uh, <laughs> but uh, at this point, the factory, that I, as I understand it, has no intention of changing how they set their timers on the Max as a regular thing. But I do know that we have a person who's going to return their Max who has the Wave Oasis bed and they want to be able to run the Max for 30 minutes without having to re start it and they're going to send their machine to the factory and have the timer adjusted and changed to be able uh, to do that. A couple hundred bucks is what it's going to cost them and they'll be able to get the time that they want. Um, let's see, I'm with Becky. All right, um, Jason, I hope you're feeling better. Let me know how you're doing, Jason, how things are going on your recovery. I have a potential client that is on a weekly chemo shot. He has multiple myeloma, IgM treatable, not curable. What questions do we need to ask his doctor to see if we can have MagnaWave treatments? Well, you want to just explain it to the doctor what you're doing. You're improving oxygenation, improving blood flow uh, in the body. The, the weekly chemo injection in the United States with PEMF, a lot of times the, the theory from the doctors has been to treat after the chemotherapy. So let's say as a chemo shot on Monday, you might begin treatments on Wednesday for the remainder of the week if it's a weekly type of situation, but you want to talk that with the doctor. Typically when in, in other countries in the world, they'll treat during the chemo application. The big fear uh, with chemo is that a lot of times we're, uh, we are helping the body assimilate or metabolize the medications that we're giving. And if they're on a 
chemo type of process, a lot of times people don't feel good. They get sick and uh, we don't want to do anything to enhance the discomfort someone may feel uh, in their life when they're receiving chemo. So that's kind of been the policy or the guideline, not policy, but the guideline uh, in the U.S. for treatments and a lot of doctors understand that. A lot of doctors are good with that, that you can, they do the chemo, once the chemo treatment's over for 28, 48 hours, then they can treat for a week or two until they go back for more chemo. A weekly chemo uh, situation uh, is, is, is not a situation that would be wrong to treat. You just want to make sure that everybody understands uh, what the situation would be. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, potential client, that's with the uh, chemo situation. If you have questions, simply put them up there. I'd be happy to answer them at this point. Uh, let's see. Everything looks quiet over here. Um, if you have any additional questions, simply put them up there and I'd be happy to answer. Again, you can do it on YouTube, Facebook, or now in the CastBox uh, app if you have that. And uh, join us with CastBox. Replay it on CastBox where you have them, uh, have the, the broadcast reposted. Any, chat, any chance that the attachments are going to be longer, it's hard to treat a horse. Uh, Dawn, um, I've you should have 12 foot leads uh, on your attachments. If you want them longer, we do have uh, an, a, an extender. You can get a, a, a four or five foot uh, extension that can be uh, attached to your uh, coils and make them longer. Those are available. If you'd like that something, have one of those made for you, uh, simply call the office and talk to Lee and we can facilitate uh, that happening to get you an extender um, on your device so if you want to be more comfortable as you're doing it. Um, Jason says he's doing well, still waiting on the next surgery to reinstall the new prosthetic knee. Oh my goodness. Right now I have an antibiotic spacer in the knee so I'm basically attached to a walker until the next surgery. Thank you for checking in with me. Well Jason, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're doing better and looking forward to uh, the next part of your deal. That's, that's amazing. Jason had a knee and if I get this wrong Jason let me know but Jason had a knee replacement I'm gonna say a year ago maybe a year and a half ago and it developed some infection as he went along so they had to go in and take it out and put as he says put this spacer in get rid of the infection get everything stabilized and then go back and and uh, put in the new prosthetic what a deal and uh, for someone as active as Jason has been to be in his situation uh, attached to a walker like that is not fun and certainly Jason's in our thoughts and prayers as his uh, healing process continues uh, in that situation and he's always good to keep us up to speed as to how he's doing and what's what's going on so Jason uh, hope everything works out the way uh, I know the way you want it to and and uh, you'll heal and everything will be great all right let's see here just checking let me check one more time quickly nothing there at Castbox. Uh, questions look like they're wrapped up on uh, Facebook and YouTube oh let's see I use the extender oh Jason uses the extender and it works great so the machine is not in the stall with a rowdy horse. So there you go. Uh, Jason's one that has an extender and uses it regularly. Uh, and so if you'd like to have something like that, again, call the office, talk to Lee. We'll get you taken care of and uh, get you whatever we can do to help your uh, process and your delivery of this therapy uh, and uh, energy delivery to be as effective as possible. Okay, we're about out of time, so thank you so much for joining me today. We'll be back on Tuesday uh, for more office hours and uh, look forward to us announcements where we'll be having some more uh, CastBox uh, exclusive uh, programs dealing with health and wellness and the applica application of uh, PMF therapy along the way. I'm Pat Ziemer from MagnaWave. Have a great week. Wave on to better health, and we'll catch you later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.